Peace and blessings, greetings, and shalom, shalom, salam alaikum, family. Welcome to another segment of Malaka Bat Yah to the Remnant. Family, I just was looking over uh, the podcast and I see the trailer, the very first trailer that I did for this podcast was done in uh, May of 2020. So, family, we have passed our three-year mark and I didn't even realize it. Wow. Praise Yahuwah, all glory and praise to the Most High Yah. I am excited about this segment, family, as we will be uh, reading about the old prophet that tricked the new prophet. First Kings chapter 13, coming right up. All right, family, so it is nice and early on this uh what is today? Tuesday morning, 5.14 a.m. on the 4th of July, this so-called Yah Forsaken Independence Day. <laughs> Let's go. And see, a man of Allure went from Yehuda to Bethal by the word of Yehuah, while Yeroboam was standing by the slaughter place. To burn, to burn incense. And he cried out against the slaughter place by the word of Yahuwah, and said, Slaughter place, O slaughter place. Thus says Yahuwah, See, a son is to be born to the house of Zawid. Yoshiyahu is his name. And on you he shall slaughter the priests of the high places who burn incense on you, and men's bones be burned on you. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which Yahweh has spoken. See, the slaughter place is split apart, and the ashes on it is poured out. And it came to be when sovereign Yeroboam heard the saying of the man of Alua, he cried, he cried out against the slaughter place in Bethal that he stretched out his hand from the slaughter place, saying, Seize him. Then his hand, which he stretched out toward him, dried up, so that he was unable to bring it back to him. I saw another translation that said his hand went paralyzed. And this one says his hand dried up, like it withered and drew back. Wow. All right, so we do know that something happened to his hand, and it was an accursed hand now for having the audacity to curse one that Yahuwah had blessed and filled with the word. Let's keep going. And a slaughter place was split apart, and the ashes poured out from the slaughter place according to the sign which the man of Elua had given by the word of Yahuwah. And the sovereign answered and said to the man of Yahuwah, Please appease the face of Yah, your Allure, and pray for me, that my hand might be restored to me. And the man of Allure appeased the face of Yah, and the sovereign's hand was restored to him, and became as it was before. You know what I just saw? Remember when... And this is just what I saw, you know, an image as I was reading. Remember when Heifer, Simone Heifer, Simon Peter, when he cut the ear, 
he sliced off the ear of the soldier that had came to apprehend Yahusha. And Yahusha healed that ear and put it back like it was. That's what I just saw just now. Anyway, hallelujah, hallelujah. So the mercy and the grace that is being displayed, that was displayed by Yahusha when he did what he did, who's, it's been displayed by this prophet who was among us before Yahusha, okay? But it shows you the mercy and the forgiveness that should be in the heart of the laborer. So much so that the one that uh, was against him, the one that uh, tried to curse him, he blessed. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right. The sovereign then said to the man of Yahuwah, come home with me and refresh yourself, and I give you a gift. But the man of Alua said to him, said to the sovereign, if you were to give me half your house, I will not go with you. And in this translation, it says, I do not go in with you, nor do I eat bread, nor drink water in this place. So he's rejecting the person's hospitality, right? Because he knew that he was coming to do the will of Yahuwah, and he was not to take anything for himself from that place, right? All right. For so he commanded me by the word of Yahuwah, saying, Do not eat bread, nor drink water, nor return by the same way you came. So he went another way and did not return by the way. Uh, by the way he came to Bethal, or Bethel, right? I'm like, Bethal, and the way this is, is Bethel. That's how it's spelled here in the TS 2009, but family, we do understand that this is uh, Beth All, right? Or the house of Alua. Mm-hmm, that's what that means. Anyway, and a certain old prophet was dwelling in Beth All, in Bethel. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Probably because I'm kind of sleepy, but family, we're going to wrap this up. I want to get to the end of this chapter. I am sleepy. I kind of broke night. I've been up since yesterday. Um, and I just want to say to those of you that are keeping fast in this season, in this week, strength, peace, wisdom, insight, revelation, and wisdom be unto you in Yahushua's name. All right, family. Verse 11. And a certain old prophet was dwelling in Bethal. And his sons came to him. And his sons came and told him all the works that the man of Alua had done that day in Bethal, the words which he had spoken to the sovereign. And their father said to them, Which way did he go? And his sons had seen which way the man of Alua went, who came from Yehuda. And he said to his sons, Saddle the donkey for me. And they saddled the donkey for him. And he rode on it. And he went after the man of Allah and found him sitting under a terebinth. And that was a type of tree that was um, native to that region, the terebinth tree. All right. 
Um, also, it, it's it's interesting how terebinth tree is also translated as moray. Yeah, moray, teacher, tree. Hmm. Yeah. Let him that have ear to hear hear. Remember when Yahuwah told Adam and Ahava to not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Tree. More. Hmm. Is there a connection? Alright, let's go. Verse 14. And went after the man of Alua and found him sitting under a terebin. And he said to him, Are you the man of Alua who came from Yehuda? And he said, I am. And he said to him, Come home with me and eat bread. And he said, I am not able to return with you or to go in with you, nor am I to eat bread or drink water with you in this place. You see, sometimes we feel the need to explain ourselves after Yahweh has already given us instruction on what to do, how to do, when to do, and sometimes even why to do. But instead of him holding his peace and just saying, no, thank you, I'm good, he goes into explaining. Let's see what happens. For word came to me by the word of Yahuwah, do not eat bread nor drink water there nor return by going the way you came and he said to him i too am a prophet like you and a messenger spoke to me by the word of yahuwah saying here we go y'all know about that lying spirit there was a ruach in the shamayim in the presence of yahweh and he volunteered to go and be a lying spirit in the mouth of the prophets. Yeah, fam. Come on. I love it. Let's dig deep. Let's dig deep. Let's go. So before we um, continue in this chapter, let us go and read the chapter uh, that speaks about the lying spirit. There are a lot of lying spirits operating and masking themselves as mouthpieces and prophets of the Most High Yah. So let's read that now. Okay, and after a quick Google search, I see that it is 1 Kings chapter 22, starting at verse 19 from 19 to 23. And I got my right hand little man with me, J-O-B, A-K-A, Young Josh, A-K-A, Obad Yahoo, Mommy Lil Sugar. You ready to read, sir? Yeah. All right, come on, baby. Hold on one second. Let me pull it up for you. All right, so here go my little lump of sugar. You ready? Ma, I ain't no little lump of sugar. Excuse me? I'm a big grain of salt. <laughs> All right, I stand corrected, y'all. Here's the reading of the word by my big grain of salt. All right, with no further ado. First Kings, Malek, Rishon, chapter 22, starting at verse 19. Shalom, family. Let's begin. But Micah said, listen to the message from Yah. I saw Yah sitting on his throne, 
all of heaven's army was standing around him, some on his left side and some on his right side. Yah said, which of you will go fool Ahab into attacking the armies at Ramoth Gilead so that he will be killed? The angels discussed many different plans. So the angels were discussing, but then what happened? Then a spirit went and stood before Yah and said, I will fool him. Okay. Yah asked, how will you do it? Then the spirit answered, I will go to Ahab's prophets and cause them to tell lies. So Yah said, yes, that will fool Ahab. Go out and do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Family, so I need you guys to know that there are even spirits by the will of Yahuwah that will deceive before Yahuwah's plans. So what's my point here? That even spirits lie. Let's continue. And really quickly, before I move on uh, to the book of Galatians, I feel impressed upon to share this with you. Isaiah 54, 16, 17 says, Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the spoiler to destroy. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Yada Yahuwah. Just understand, family. The lying spirits that have gone out. The spirit of delusion that has gone out. Has not gone out against you, beloved. So take heart and be encouraged. The day of destruction is for the enemies of Yahuwah. Not his children. And now it's time for some scripture reading by Mommy's Little Princess, or should I say by my Sarai, IRA Victory. Are you ready to read, beloved? Yes. What will you be reading? Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. All right, let's begin. Verse 1. We have freedom now. Because Yahusha made us free. So stand strong in that freedom. Don't go back into slavery again. Listen, I, Paul, tell you that if you start following the law by being circumcised, then Yahusha cannot help you. Now wait right there. What circumcision is Paul talking about? The heart. Amen. Keep going. I just wanted to make sure you knew, Mama. Go ahead. Again, I warn everyone. If you allow yourself to be circumcised, then you must follow the whole law. Now, at that point, what kind of circumcision is he talking about right there? The, I don't want to say it. The circumcision of the foreskin of the male, right? Okay, because I just want to make sure that you know the difference between the two. And let me stop stopping you. Go ahead, mama. Do your thing. If you try to be made right with Yah through the law... Your life with Yahusha is finished. You have left God, I mean, not sorry, Yah's grace. I say this because our hope of being right with Yah 
comes through faith. Amen. And so really quickly, I just want to say, now, I had my child, uh, I had him circumcised. But I did not do that for religious reasons, guys. I didn't do that because I'm thinking, you know, this is going to make sure that Yahshua uh, has a relationship with the Most High. No, I needed Yahshua's heart to be surrendered to the Most High when he was old enough to make a choice. I got my son circumcised because that is the custom that I was raised in to do. Okay? So now, do I think that it's mandatory for spiritual reasons? Mm, not so much. I do believe that every Yehudi should be circumcised. We are children of Abraham, are we not? So as our forefather did, I believe we are to do as well, okay? But just let's be clear that I don't feel that that is a criteria for salvation. Continue. I say this because our hope of being right with Yah comes through faith. And the Spirit helps us feel sure as we wait for that hope. When someone brings a wrong, like brings to Yahushua Hamashiach, it is not important if they are circumcised or not. The important thing is faith. The king of the, I mean, the kind of faith that works through love. You were doing so well. Who caused you to stop? Oh, stop right there. I ask you, you were doing so well. Who caused you to stop? What leader were you listening to? Full of a lying spirit that told you to stop, that told you to sit, that told you now is not your time. You were doing so well. Who caused you to stop? All right, anyway, continue, Ajay. You were doing so well. Who caused you to stop following the truth? It certainly wasn't the one who chose you. Be careful. Just like yeast makes, just a little yeast makes the whole batch of dough rise. I trust in Yah that you will not believe those different ideas. Someone is trying to confuse you. Pause did... real quick. I'm sorry. So you said a little bit of yeast. Go back over that for me. Just a little yeast makes the whole batch of dough rise. Mm -hmm. So family, she's reading from the easy read version. Okay. But some of you may have heard it um, in this way. A little leaven spoils the loaf. Okay. So just continue. I just wanted to make that clarification for translation's sake. Go ahead, mama. I trust in Yah that you will not believe those different ideas. Someone is trying to confuse you. Whoever it is will be punished. My brothers and sisters, I don't teach that a man must be circumcised. If I do teach circumcision, then why am I still being persecuted? If I still taught circumcision, then my message about the cross would not be a problem. Now pause. Was our Mashiach hung on a cross? No, no. What was he hung on? A tree. He was hung on a tree. Again, I had to interrupt because this easy read version is, is like drowning in uh, Christian influence. Okay, so I just had to make it plain 
that Yahusha Hamashiach was hung on a tree, not a cross. Continue. I wish those people who are bothering you would add castration, castration, <laughs> castration to to their circumcision. Okay, for the adults listening, you guys know what that means, right? Castration of their circumcision. Whoa, continue, Aji. What does that mean? Uh, um, we'll be back after this. We started out strong, but somewhere along, we lost our way. Done things in your name, I'm so ashamed, I don't have the words to say. We've killed and destroyed, stolen and blamed, all in your name. You told us to give, told us to love, but we chose to take. Showed us the way and the truth. We roll in the church, open the word, and forget that we're called to include. Now it's long overdue, but I can't dilute what we seem to have put on the shelf. I can't speak for us all, but I gotta believe. I'm speaking for more than myself when I say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, so sorry. Okay, so I just um, praise you who the Holy Spirit gave me a PG-13 answer. So there's a scripture that says, uh, it is better to put a huge stone around your neck and be cast in the sea than to make a little one sin. Okay, so basically he's saying, you know, that for the people that came in and perverted the Bessorah, he says it's better for them to hurt themselves. It is better for them to, you know, cut off their own limbs and stuff. Okay, so that's the best that I could do right now for my uh, 13-year-old family. And let's continue. Verse 13. My brothers and sisters, y'all chose you to be free. But don't use your freedom as an excuse to do what pleases your sinful selves. Instead, serve each other with love. The whole law is made complete in this one command. 
Love your neighbor the same as you love yourself. If you continue hurting each other and tearing each other apart, be careful or you will completely destroy each other. Be careful or you will completely destroy each other. How are you loving on your neighbor? How are you loving on yourself? A lot of times we don't even love ourselves right. So how can we extend love to our neighbors, to those around us, if we're not loving ourselves right? Mashpacha, I challenge you. Love yourself. See yourself the way Yahweh sees you. Don't you know he loves you? Don't you know you're precious to him? Don't you know you are worthy of love because you're the father's child? And because Yahuwah loves you, you are to love him with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of yourself. And then you love your neighbor as yourself. Amen? Amen. Okay, family, so I'll be reading uh, the remaining verses, but we're going to change our translation. For those of you that are familiar with the podcast, you guys know I read from the TS 2009, which is very similar to the Hallelujah Scriptures. Okay, mashpacha, meaning family. Y'all, why do we say that word? I'm sorry. Why do we say mashpacha? That's a Yiddish word. None of our ancestors walked around calling each other mishpacha. I don't think I'm going to keep using that. I don't know. Anyway, let's go now. Verse 15. And correction, family, I'm going to be starting in verse 16. And if you hear some humming like mm, in the background, that is my massager, guys. I have been neglecting. Uh, to keep up with my smoothies for positive joint health and uh, to get rid of inflammation. And I'm definitely feeling, um, I'm feeling the fire because of it. So this is why when you start doing something, something good, family, it is best to always be consistent. See, is thou a man diligent in his ways and he will sit before kings, not angry men. And I'm telling you, my joints are angry at me right now. Like, we need our smoothies. Okay, anyway, so here we go. Verse 16, and I say, walk in the spirit and you shall not accomplish the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are opposed to each other so that you do not do what you desire to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. So it says here specifically and verbatim, but if you are led by the spirit you are not under Torah so now let's do it let's talk about it really quickly does this mean you do not have to obey Torah no but what this does mean is Torah was not enough to give you salvation you needed the Ruach to be saved you needed to be immersed and baptized by fire Yada Yahuwah and that didn't come through the Torah that came through the one that fully walked in the Torah. That was the, the, the epitome of the Torah. That only came through the Ruach, through Yahusha. Okay? So I just want to make that clear. I hope I, hope I, under, I explained it properly. All right? 
So it says again, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the Torah. But how many of you know that if you are in the Ruach, you will completely satisfy the Torah, just like Yahusha did. Let's keep going. Verse 19. And the works of the flesh are well known, which are these, adultery, whoring, uncleanness, indecency, idolatry, drug sorcery, hatred, quarrels, jealousies, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, disincessions, factions, envy, murders, drunkenness, wild parties, and the like, of which I forewarn you, even as I also said before, that those who practice such as these shall not inherit the reign of Alua. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trustworthiness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no Torah, meaning there is no law against being joyful and peaceable and patient and kind and good and trustworthy. On the contrary, it is the law to be this way. Because this is how you love on one another. And it is part of the law that we love our neighbors as ourselves, yes? How do you love your neighbor? By being joyful, peaceable, patient. By being kind to them. By being good to them. By being someone that they can trust. By being gentle. And by having self-control. Now, where does the self-control come in from me? I have some neighbors I want to go upside some of their heads sometimes right but I need the spirit the fruit the ruach of self control so that I don't go upside nobody's head <laughs> alright so okay y'all let's keep going here verse 24 and those who are of Messiah have impaled I'm sorry have impaled the flesh with its passions and its desires if we live in the spirit if we live in the Ruach, let us also walk in the Ruach. So I was having a conversation with someone the other day. And so I just feel the need to make sure that we are all clear that a Ruach can be good and a Ruach can also be bad. The word Ruach is simply the modern Hebrew word meaning spirit. Okay. And Ruachoth means more than one spirit. And I've heard us, you know, say Ruachs. That's not proper. It would be Ruachath. Okay? All right. So anyway, that was just a sidebar for whoever needed it. Again, verse 24. And those who are of Mashiach, those who are of Messiah, have impaled the flesh with its passions and the desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited. Again, let me say, let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. No, I'm continuing on to chapter six, brothers. 
If a man is overtaken in some trespass, you, the spiritual ones, come on. If a man or a woman, if a brother or a sister is overtaken in sin, then you that are spiritual, set such one straight in a spirit of meekness. Look at yourself, lest you be tried to. Hmm. Let's 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 simplify this family. Obadiah, can you read that for us in uh the ERV? You're gonna be reading Galatians chapter six in the ERV, please. Brothers and sisters, someone in your group might do wrong. You who are following the spirit should go to the one who is sinning. Help make that person right again and do it in a gentle way. But be careful because you might be tempted to sin too. Help other help each other with your with your problems. When you do this, you are obeying the law of Yahusha. If you think you are too important to do this, you are only fooling yourself. Now pause. What does it say verbatim? You're obeying the law of what? I want to I'll say what's there. Of Mah it says Christ here, but we know okay. that's Mashiach. Amayan Amayan. I just wanted to make sure it didn't say God. Because if it said God, then you know that that would be the laws of Yahuwah. But being that it said Christ, you know that it is a command given through Yahusha. Okay, got it. Keep going. Don't compare yourself with others. Just look at your own work to see if you have done anything to be proud of. You must, you must each accept the responsibilities that are yours. Whoever uh, is being taught Yah's word should share the good the good things that they have that they have with the one who is teaching them oh man hallelujah so family with that being said i want you guys to understand how important it is when i'm moderating for we woke now even if i don't have you know the funds right then and there to to share what I have with the one feeding me, I do, I serve in other ways. I serve the best way that I can, right? So, again, family, whoever is being taught Yahuwah's word should share the good things they have with the one who is teaching them. So, family, don't look at it the way you did in Christianity, like, oh, these pastors just want our money and stuff like that. They are, for the ones that are really active and doing things, um, for the body of Mashayach, for those of us in Yasharal family, share. Share what you have with them. Especially those that labor day and night. Bless them. They have wives and children. They have mortgages. They have light bill. They have internet bill, whatever. They need to eat. Okay? So don't look at it in that way, family. Look at it as your obedience for getting fed good food. And with that being said, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. Thanks so much for listening, family. We'll be back with part two later on this evening. And uh, we'll be picking up in the book of Ephesians. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for listening. Love you. Yes, I want some of my fufu. Mm, me too. Yada Yahuwah.